Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys. Let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. Go ahead. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. Welcome to Wishful Booking. Liam McNulty, joined by Jimmy Moorcraft. What's going on, man? What's up? A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot of stuff. stuff. Yes. (laughs) Um, Go home show for TLC. We, uh... Actually, still haven't finished constructing the tables and ladders and chairs. So hopefully, by the time we're done, we will get that accomplished. Yeah, but there's so much to do. You know, so much TV to write. There's a lot of TV to write. A lot and, to do. Uh, I don't know why we took on all this, all this stuff. You know. I know. Well, for sure. <laughs> and um, with that being said, I think we should probably jump right into Raw. That's a yes. We should. Um, so we have uh, Seth Rollins opening up the show. In uh, what has become in the Twitterverse a controversial promo. Yeah. Um, Did you notice when, before he even starts talking, how many more of the burn it downs they added in his song? Yeah. What was that? It something bad. A worse version was, of the song is what it was. It was so weird. Yeah, I, I hate that. I hated the the one when they added it. Because I, you know, I had heard Seth Rollins say on a podcast when that happened that Vince just did it because the silence bugged him all of a sudden. So yes. obviously that's going to make me not like it because it just makes it lame. But this is just like, come on, man. Enough is enough. Oh, definitely. It's crazy. Um, but it yeah, weird. sorry, go ahead. So, so then he starts talking and it only gets worse. <laughs> it does get worse. And my opinion has differed on this a bit. But the first thing that I will say is that WWE, at the very core, have acknowledged the shittiness of their show. And having who I would say is probably the top babyface in the company come out and speak what's on the audience's mind was intelligent from that standpoint only. Because the crowd was receptive to it. It could have been Um, good. It was a good idea. When he started talking, Like there's a a good idea in there, but you have to know where to draw the lines. Yeah. You have to care. Let's just go right to to the main thing, because I have some opinions on this that differ from most people. Well, not most people, but the two people in in, in particular. Yeah. Uh, You and Wade Keller. Yeah. Um, The the main thing, I'll just say, is is obviously that he, he blames Baron Corbin for the quality of the show, but he specifically cites creative decisions that no matter how you slice it, wouldn't be in the hands of the GM in kayfabe. That's right. I mean, that basically sums up. Yes, but let me ask you a question. If you if you have a job in an office and Here we go. you go into a urinal and you steal your, your employee's jacket and you decide to pee on it, right? and then you also oversee the fact that it's being transmitted on a TV in your cafeteria, okay. if you're the boss of that company, aren't you allowing that employee to take the jacket to go into the bathroom and then to transmit it into your office that you are in charge of onto a screen. Okay. That's a fair point, but he that's, also, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I don't a, think what people are saying are wrong, but I think no one's thinking about how it's written except for us. Cause we break down the show like this. The casual fan thinks that Baron Corbin is in charge. So it's Seth Rollins said, yeah, it's ludicrous to people like you and I, but to yeah. what the, the audience and the story that they're telling, I don't think it was that, that crazy. The thing is, though, he also he also said urination, real funny, haha. That I guess is what is the problem because that's where you push it from. Yeah, okay, he's okay. letting it happen on his watch to you think it's funny and that's why it's because ha- that's what he's saying in that moment. You know? No, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I think yeah. At the so core that's of like it, though, I thing. yeah, um, I do agree with that point. You're right, 100. But the other part of that is that he is the. Um, the authority figure. So, and then there was also that segment backstage where it looked like Corbin was in cahoots with AOP because 
he was there when AOP beat down Gable. Right. And he and told the, you them. Know what I mean? So there was no, some we'll get backstory to the, we'll get to with that. that. Yeah. Yes. Um, hmm. So I'm kind of on the fence with where I'm thinking like, okay, but he's still in charge of letting that happen. But you're right. It's not like he actually, or it's not that the story is that Corbin said, oh, go urinate on the, on the robe. Yeah. That, that, uh, so I, I'm with you there. Um, he also made a comment about the revival, which from like a, a work point of view, a shoot point of view, rather not a work, a shoot. Yeah. It made, it, it was great because the, the crowd reacted. It's true. Mm-hmm. The revival should not be being used like this. They were a great tag team in NXT. Uh, they're great. They're still a great tag team. They're just not being portrayed as such. Um, but there is an inconsistency with, and I don't agree with this part, but I see where people do is why Seth Rollins is randomly calling out the revival who are a heel tag team. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Like there was a way for him in to K-Fate. just say like, yeah, like he could have said, you know, you have the revival being, um, double teamed on and you also have, um, Gable and rude being teamed on or something like it's happening on all ends. Mm-hmm. He could have said, cause yeah. it is. And that, and that is on Corbin's watch storyline wise. So I, I do think that it, it, the writing could have been better. Um, but it is weird for a baby face to say like, Oh, you know, Lucha house parties, you know, when you have Renee young, a baby face commentator, like loving it and them flipping and all that stuff. Totally. Totally. But we are in an era of like smart fans. So I think that to the crowd or the audience that like, likes that kind of stuff, he did speak our minds and that makes him more relatable than he is normally. And if he is going to be the one who wins the rumble, which I'm not saying this pro this promo confirms that at all. There was a lot of reference to Brock Lesnar, which I have to say, which yeah. I don't know if that was intentional or not. I would but think this it is, is. This is a good step to kind of get him on that, like, you know, Becky Lynch um, yeah. speaking her mind kind of, you know, level for a character. But th- so okay, that's so, why I didn't hate it. So that also brings me to my next point about it was because he gives the promo after that whole thing when, you know, after he... he uh, challenges Corbin. Ultimately, he you know pushes him to accept the challenge, and Corbin says it's for the IC title. Then afterwards, Charlie asks if he regrets that decision, and he said he had to stand up to him. My question though is why you and why now? Obviously, based on what you've already alluded to, the rumor is that he's going to be winning the Rumble and he's going to take on Lesnar for the title at WrestleMania. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the only reason. You know, there's no other reason to suddenly include him now. I mean, they needed somebody to, for Corbin, I guess, to be challenged by, in you know, with, with Strowman still absent. Well, with Strowman still absent, you know, for the go-home show to the to their match or whatever. Um, but that's the only reason why. There's no actual, you know, that's what I was, that's what was my immediate reaction to that post, yeah. that interview afterwards. No, I agree with that too. There was no prior context of Corbin and Seth having issues. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. No, what, you're you're not wrong. What made him decide to speak up now? Well, the answer is that they planned on a Corbin Rollins main event, so they needed to build to it somehow, and it was a very uh, quick way to get there, with not all that logic involved. Yeah, but we but but we know the ultimate purpose of the segment was to book the main event. Yeah, it's yeah. just that they didn't go about it totally the right way. Um, but yeah, but just just when I when I heard like Wade Keller talking and like you know, and I feel like whenever he gets in this. Whenever he has a strong opinion about something, he says it like he even said it's like the callers and whatnot. And he like because another caller on his show was like saying how they liked what Rollins said. And then Wade, Wade like immediately jumped in and saying, well, how is Corbin responsible for him pissing? And like he's not. But storyline wise, the guy's in charge of the show. So you have to imagine that what we're seeing, he's allowing to happen. Yeah. Like that's not a crazy thought. It was just the randomness of it that I can understand why it was kind of weird. Yeah. And then and then if you're going to pick a baby face to say these truths. That's another reason why I'm like, all right, well, Seth Rollins, if you're going to, you know, you're not going to have Bobby Roode go out there and say this 
or or uh, um, I don't know Elias. That's or something. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that's true. It's just you know, I guess no matter who it would be, I would still have the same yeah. concern. But it could have been better. There's, I'm not. I'm not saying it was perfect. I just thought yeah. that yeah. at least if if Raw was in such a bad creative slump, at the very core of it, talking about the things that we that are happening, it it. it, it yeah, there's a good idea there, but yeah. know, like we said, like it, it just you need to put more thought into it. No matter no matter yes. what you do, you're gonna have to put thought into it and care about the details. You know, like like that, like the the like what we're talking about. Absolutely, absolutely. Are we good to move on from this? Do you have anything yeah. else to say about this? No, no, okay. no. Yeah, I think that about covers. It. Um. So we also then have next. Uh, oh, okay. So then this left logic. So last week or I forgot it was two weeks ago last week, all these shows are blending together. Um, was Maverick and Rude the match where if Bobby Rude won, they'd get a title shot, or was it a tag team match the week before that? No, no, no. It was last week. It was it was uh, Bobby Rude versus Drake that then Corbin mid-match. There was the beatdown backstage, and Corbin suddenly made it a two-on-three, I guess, handicap match. And so Rude and Gable lost. The last thing that happens is that Rude and Gable lost an opportunity at the tag titles. Right, but there was, but I feel like there was also a two-on-two tag team match. It wasn't that the match two weeks ago where oh, yeah, Corbin yeah, yeah. said, "Yeah, okay." So they lost that, and then he lost last week. So the fact that they were given a tag team championship match by a heel GM was weird, even if it was a two-on-three handicap match yeah. that can attacks against them. And the fact so that, that it just weird. suddenly happened, they didn't even like try to explain it at all. It just suddenly like we're having this match now, right? Um. In terms of the decision, I mean, we, uh, so Maverick is, uh, AOP lets Maverick tag in, because I guess there's been one week of success of that, mm-hmm. so let's do it again in a, in a title match, yeah. where your titles are on the line, and um, Bobby, and I saw it coming, like, as soon as Maverick was, like, taunting, mm-hmm. um, Maverick went to pin Bobby, Bobby <laughs> rolled yeah, him up, yeah. um, I don't know, so, okay, a few things, one, I, I'm, I'm happy for Bobby and Gable, because Raw, even if there's not a lot of character development, does need something in this division to make it seem somewhat exciting yeah but what does it do they're pinning drake that does nothing well my issue is that he pinned him with a roll-up however not really not really that he pinned drake he pins pins the manager to win the tag titles i I don't think it does really you know but but you are protecting aop though which are also being hurt in this whole thing this maverick association they're being hurt what they're being hurt anyway despite the fact that you're trying to protect them right Yes, but now that they dropped the titles, it's not like they lost by Gable and Rude, and now there's a built-in rematch. And also, if they're smart, and this is wishful booking, so I don't think it'll happen, you'll have AOP get angry at Maverick for ruining the match for them. Oh my god, yeah, I've been saying that. They've been needing to turn on him. They especially need to turn on him now. He's obviously more of a weakness than a strength, no matter how you look at it. And, I mean, we we they're a monster team. And this was their first, the first team that was challenging them. It's a team that just became a team. The fact that they had really any big trouble defending the titles already hurts them. Like you said, it hurts them no matter what. They tried to help them a little bit. You know, they tried to, I guess, save face for them by having Drake be the one that gets pinned. But like that doesn't that th- that doesn't change the fact that they're a monster team that lost the titles to the first team that challenged them. And they're brand they're still pretty new on Raw, so. We're still in the establishing period. We're not establishing them as a monster team at all whatsoever. Giving them the tag team titles was basically pointless. Like, in hindsight, I feel like we should have found a way around that and just got the titles from whoever they were on before AOP right to the glorious Bobby Roods, which, by the way, I'm now calling them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, at least they look semi-uniform um, and like an actual tag team. I guess. And also, I mean, there I w- was... 
that it's weird that he just got a now he's just it's just Chad Gable with Bobby Roode's gimmick. His body yeah, looks weird it. in trunks. I would. Uh, Sorry, I don't think I'm. Yeah. Gonna, no, I I don't yeah. think I'm going to tackle. I'm not going to tackle that one. Okay, because I had just a my opinion. opinion. Um. <laughs> anyway, um. I uh, lost my train of thought now with that visual. Well, there, yeah, the Chad Gable and Bobby Roode dressing the same. Oh, I would just put Chad Gable in Two Hundred Five Live, to be honest. Yeah, you might as well. At and this now, point. now that Two Hundred Five is kind of building a reputation as like a, a decent brand with decent wrestling, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that would be fine. And Buddy Murphy is a heel champion. You need more baby faces because I can't keep seeing. I'm telling you right now, the thing I said last week, and we'll get to it. Well, there's not much. To, we'll, we'll talk about the match and the predictions briefly. But it's Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander this Sunday. And it's going to be the same match that I talk about all the time at the Cruiserweights have. Yeah. At least with Gable, you yeah. have like a different style, a different, you know, it's a technical wrestler, not like a high flyer. And yeah, especially just, that, up against Buddy Murphy. It'd be like two would more have been, technical would be phenomenal. guys, like more physical yeah. brawler technical yeah. guys. Not brawler, um, but yeah. And with that being said, I thought they would add like a tag team championship rematch to the TLC card, but luckily they did not because it would definitely be on the kickoff show and there's way too many matches already. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine that'll yeah. be on Raw next week. Uh, next, we had uh, the Natty uh, Ruby promo. Yeah. I like this. I, I really I didn't know this was coming. I, loved it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I thought Natty gave the best promo probably of her career, which is not saying a lot, no. by the way. No. But it still felt very emotional the emotions felt real and unforced i thought she had good fire i thought that the crowd was behind her um she looked comfortable like she was talking like i always say like i i wish she talked how she talked like in the total divas interviews yeah that's kind of how she sounded not like this manufactured shit so more like Um, herself in other words exactly yeah uh (laughs) ruby was great i thought it was a good idea um Another thing Wade Keller didn't really like. I thought this was really great. I thought I thought the reaction from the crowd when the table was revealed was perfect. Yeah, um, totally. I liked it. I think it was a heel move. I think that it's a secondary storyline in this match and this segment. I'm not like clamoring to see this match, but I think that I'm interested to see Ruby Wright get her uh, come up and yeah. Now. Was it have this match so, been booked before this? I know we um, talked yes, about it. I think like right before the show went on the air, though. Okay. Like, yeah. a, like a few hours before. This was like an announcement of it to me. So I was like, ah, oh, it was all around good. Yeah. I think they showed the graphic when Natty came out. Okay. Before she oh, started yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just but, the segment uh, I thought it was, in uh, Yeah, I thought it was short, simple, and to the point, and it shows that you can have secondary women's storylines that aren't these overly complicated. I mean, yes, it's crazy that this is over sunglasses, but now yes. now that it's come full circle, and it, it's if you're going to go all in, go all in. That's how yeah. I feel. So I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Same. Um, um, what was stereo. next? Yes. Next, uh, well, next I, Elias. I, Elias and Lashley, yeah. So, um, yeah, go Leo, ahead. I love Leo. I love Leo Rush. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, I mean, he's still being used on 205 Live, but I mean, he's really? his, I love his offense. Briefly. Okay. But he is. Um, but he, I mean, he's a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, he's definitely fun to watch. So, this was Elias what? versus Leo. We had Slater come out to like debut as his refereeing thing. Yeah, this play this plays this plays into the main event. I just feel like if this is going to be a story, they should have built it up for a few more weeks to make it really mean something. Because I it's felt kind the of exact like, same thing. It, 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 um, I like that whatever he Slater is given, he really runs with it, and he's a good perf- like a comedy performer and a, a serious performer. Um, mm-hmm. And he's been there for a while, and this is more relatable to the main event, I think, but. In the match, you have Bobby Lashley attacking Elias, and Slater doesn't ring the bell. 
Yeah. But there's no prior context that Corbin, like, I think it's supposed to be assumed that Corbin is telling Slater to do these things. Well, yeah, you, I mean, they, they've but, left us no but, but other choice, really but to assume, but, but I wish that like, and then, and that's like, like, yeah, that's right. what you mean by like, it's, it's happening. Like it should, they should have told the story over more weeks because suddenly this week Slater's the referee. He's, he's crooked. You're right. Like he, we have no reason to know why he wouldn't have just rung the bell as soon as Bobby Lashley got involved. You're right. I hadn't even thought of that. But my issue is that then I saw the backstage segment where Corbin and Slater are talking and I'm like, okay, this is where they're going to finally give us some context. Yeah. And they still didn't. Yep. Like all Slater was going to say is, why are you feeding those things into my mic? Or I wish you wouldn't make me do that. Yeah. So e- they even had the out in that segment to do it, to mm-hmm. say it. And they didn't. Yeah. Um, so that's where I was like, God, guys, it's, it, you literally had the opportunity to, to, to write something to, to make it say like, okay, Corbin is telling Slater to do this. He has a job. He has kids. It all makes sense. Great. Yeah. But they kind of didn't. Oh my God! Yeah, you're right. It right. There's so m- it writes itself basically, and yet I guess they take. I mean, that for Michael granted. Cole. They're like, oh, I mean, they, they, they the know Heath Slater. They know. They understand. Yeah, and Michael Cole was kind of making that assumption for us. But like, if you had the if you had them both backstage, just say it. Why on earth? What? Well, like, what else? Yeah, what else are you trying to accomplish if not that? Like, why even show yeah. them backstage? So then Leo beats Elias, and now it's Elias versus Lashley in a guitar and a pole match. Hmm. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I really, I, if, if they, if it's, so it looked like they did what I thought. There's a tables match, a chairs match, a ladders match and a TLC match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I really wish they gave the, the ladders match stipulation to the, the triple threat SmackDown tag team titles. Yeah. Not yeah. to a guitar and a Paul match. And I hate these matches because uh, the first one who uses it can win, uh, can use it. It's just dumb. It's really dumb because why, why are you climbing a ladder? I, I would just go to, to the, the, the 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 timekeeper and get a steel chair. It's less effort. <laughs> and also, like, if there's still pinfalls, like, do you even need to get the guitar? Like, does does the guitar is it like a war games match where the the match doesn't start until the guitar is in play? Yeah, yeah, it's that's a good question. Weird. It's very weird. Very very weird. Um, and I wouldn't even be upset if it was on the kickoff show, but I don't know if it will be. Yeah, yeah, probably won't um, be. That, that's really all I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, I still think the same. Uh, you know, last week I said uh, Bobby Lashley's got to get hit with the guitar. This week, it, that especially rings true. So I, hopefully that's what's going to happen. But if Heath Slater's the ref, I don't know. This is my brain hurts. Yeah, we're, we're just overly. By the way, we we still have to talk about the ladder, the TLC match at the end of the night. But refs aren't needed in TLC matches based on the finish of that. So so. Even if he is involved, actually. Well, uh, yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, next, we had Nia, Alexa, and Ronda. This was weird. I mean, Nia cut a passable promo, I guess. Um, mm. But Alexa, guess. Uh, what was up with Alexa not talking? Right before we, we, we started recording, I saw an article saying reason why Alexa Bliss didn't talk on Raw. And I actually think I want to read it really quickly. Yeah, please. So if you want to give like your opinion on this, and then I'll try and find Did you notice that at all? Yeah, of course. Like, like that was literally like un- in the graphic for it, like moderated by Alexa Bliss. Yeah, and well, then she, she didn't talk. <clears throat> did she not talk at all? I thought I thought she no. She started the to segment. talk. And, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. She started to, and then Nia's music cut her off, and then that was it. Oh yeah, and then that was yeah. That's bizarre. And she even like made a look as if like that wasn't planned. They might be turning her face. I mean, I don't. Oh, you know, no. I, 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 I just because the you know they, they also didn't they have Nia kind of like talk down to her too. A little bit, yeah. 
Yeah. Bliss is dealing with a Bliss is dealing with an illness, which is the reason she didn't speak Monday. Huh. But this is also taken with a grain of salt. I don't know if they actually know this or not. Yeah. Yeah, it could just be um, speculation. Regardless, apparently Mandy Rose and Finn Balor are also ill, like sick. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't um, know Mandy Rose, but I had heard about Finn Balor. That's why he wasn't on Monday, apparently. Yeah. So in terms of the segment as well, I like how Rhonda came out like guns blazing, didn't wait for her music to end. I like that. But then nothing happened. Yeah. She said, I'm here to fight. And then she didn't fight. Right. Yeah. It makes no sense. Uh, and then, and then her, and so it's Ember versus Tamina. Oh my God. Ember Moon. Like she really She's deserves awesome. credit because she got a match. I mean, it was like watching a broomstick. It yeah. was like when Kota Ibushi put on a four star match with an inflatable doll. <laughs> she just, she just, she, she, she just stood there. Yeah. That's just one of those matches. It's just, you know, the, the worker does all the work around the other, the big, uh, you know, force, immovable force. Yeah, and then Ronda and I are like face to face, and nothing happens. Yeah, it was like, uh, out, like, weird. Out, like outside of the ring, anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah, and and I also uh, took that fall off the apron weirdly too. I don't know if you noticed. She like I did. It was just awkward. Yeah, it She's was very awkward. Still, still not a fan of pushing her as a result of her making a huge mistake with massive ramifications. But oh, for just sure, me. just me apparently. So then, next up was. Uh, Drew and Dolph, right? Unless we're still talking about No. That. Yeah, Dolph cuts a promo to kind of make it seem like he's not really... That wasn't a baby face turn is what I really took that promo as in a way. Oh, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he used the Roman Reigns line. Yeah, he did. That was bizarre coming out of his mouth. He did. Yeah. And then, um, um, yeah, they have this match again. I, th- I was thinking when, we, when you mentioned short. that... When you, yeah, it was short. When you mentioned that Finn Balor was... Oh, maybe that's why it was short. Because when you mentioned that Finn Balor was ill... I heard there's a question as to whether or not he's going to be on TLC. I mean, if he's ill, it stands to reason. And I was thinking, why not just save this match for TLC? Maybe they'll have a longer match if Finn can't make it. Yeah, I, I mean, Finn and Drew, I'm thinking back to when they were both, on, if they were both in NXT at the same time, would probably be a phenomenal takeover match. But with the main roster <laughs> style, it's just everything changes. Yeah. Like, it, it, it won't, I don't even think their match at TLC will be what it could be. Because of the the booking restrictions, then yeah, unfortunately you're right. Unfortunately, because um, right. they could have a. F- and also, if Drew is still undefeated, you do the Demon versus Drew, Man. undefeated versus undefeated. Yeah. Oh wow, good call. Finn yeah, did an interview recent. Finn did an interview recently where he said that he's forgetting how to even play the Demon character. What? Because of how infrequently it's used. I mean. I, I yeah I know what he's saying, but like Vince doesn't know how to use it. I mean, I, I think he's being a, a little hyperbolic there. Or, you know, maybe he's just being in, in character or whatever. But, I mean, what you know, you, think, it, you yeah. think it's really something you have to, like, harness? It's a character you have to, like, harness? I don't think so. Um, I think he's being hy- hyperbolic, but it, he, I, he, I do commend him for being such a corny, like, leather jacket-wearing Finn to, like, a really kind of creepy demon character that he plays at the same time. Like, the, the yeah, the, uh... Like they, they, they are really different from the each contrast, other. The contrast, yeah. Yes. But, yeah, I did, I definitely think it was probably done so, like, Vince is like, oh, use, use this more or something. Assuming Vince even gets a hold of all these interviews and these, like, little Wait, subtleties Wait, Vince that, is like, use, what, use the demon more? Well, yeah, I don't know the level to what which these the- superstars make comments off of, off, off, not storyline-wise, that gets back to Vince and gives him, like, a push to do things or another. Like maybe Finn was trying to say, I wish I could use the demon more and I'm starting to forget how to play it. I mean, I've, we have no indication that Vince hears things like that and says, Oh, okay, then that's what we'll do. 
Well, that's what I just said. I don't know. Oh, oh okay. I thought yeah, you were yeah, saying the opposite. Point. I misunderstood. Sorry. No, no. My point is like, I don't know the degree to which Vince even like keeps up with this stuff. Right, right. I've yeah. not, I, unfortunately he doesn't really care. I mean, it's not, yes, it, the, definitely the problem in my opinion, the, the biggest problem that they have is that Vince thinks he knows better than the fans. Back in the day, they used to put out, you know, you put all, I've said this, but you put all your acts out, you see which ones are hot, and you book the stuff accordingly. That's how you do this. But at a certain point, Vince stopped, and he said, no, 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 I'm going to choose who who you like, and you're going to like him and shut up and just like him. And then we don't, of course, you know, he's not, I don't even know what he's, at this point, like, what are you, what are any of the choices you're making based off of? You know, like what? Oh yeah, I what, don't know. What are you learning any. and doing differently? Like you're, you 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 know all the everything that got him to be so successful that helped him put WCW out of business are strategies and tactics they're no longer applying. It doesn't make any sense. No, you're right. Frustrating. One thing, one thing I think we passed on, but it doesn't require more than twenty seconds is uh, Bailey versus Alicia Fox happened. Um, Bailey won. They, this is all about the mixed match challenge with. Uh, Maha, oh, I forgot oh, okay. another name. Mahalisha, is that yeah, the name? Mahalisha. Close enough. Um, uh, Apollo Cruz took Finn Balor's place in the mixed match challenge. It's now Bailey and Apollo Cruz. Um, even though the mixed match challenge finals happened, well, the semifinals happened. So the match at TLC is going to be uh, Mahal and Fox versus the uh, Fabulous Truth, which huh. have, at least the Fabulous Truth has become. You know, a lot of people kind of gave them credit for taking such a weird gimmick and, you know, it gets the crowd going and I think they did a good job with it. Um, when Carmella first turned uh, babyface, I didn't really get it. But, you know, I don't know. It, it, I'm assuming they're going to win. And my point is that at least Vince is utilizing, like, the only team in this mishmash challenge that, A, remain. Because, fun fact, the finals of this match are the only two teams that actually weren't changed due to injury. Yeah, that's why it's kind of the impression I got is, is that... That's what wound up deciding, you know, how the yeah. tournament progressed. So at least, at least if our truth and Carmella kind of, you know, got over to a degree, at least they're the ones who are going to take the win. I assume. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then one other thing I have: Did you and ever the thir- watch the and Apollo- the thirty spots? By the way, the Royal Rumble thirty spots. Which yeah, which I think will be done for pure comedy gold. I could see like, well, I don't want to say comedy gold, but like yeah. a comedy spot. Right. Because I could totally see like Relatively. a really like like a really awesome like final three and then like or maybe well whatever people in the ring like towards the end and then our truth comes out and like he's like scared shitless because it's like a bunch of people that are out of his league yeah you know yeah. like i kind of think that's yeah, where yeah, they're yeah. gonna go with that yeah i heard or the he idea thinks, yeah go ahead what no i was just gonna say his kind of thing is like not knowing where he is like he thinks he's in like a ladder match or like into the ring or something right or he doesn't even show up but i mean i don't know that's just wishful booking like i wish the 30 was you know, oh, I totally agree. That but I we've don't agree about with that this. already. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, but yeah, you were gonna. What were you gonna ask? Oh, did you see what I was talking about with the Sasha and Apollo Cruz thing? What? 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 What do you mean? So Sasha's like, lift me, lift me, lift me to like throw them onto the Singh brothers. Oh yeah. Did you see the way he picked her up? Uh was it, I mean, there's really only. You know, right. Okay. Yeah, but you're like, kind of you're know. limited was, when you have to pick people up like that, dude. I just I don't know. I just don't know if I would have done that. It just looked really. They always do. Weird. I mean, get it a look at weird. get a look at any any anytime somebody picks somebody up like that and holds them up over their head. Yeah, look but at where like, their hands are. Yeah, but like you don't. I don't know. I feel like first of all, the camera isn't always on it that closely because you're in the ring. Yeah. And second of all, <laughs> like she's wearing like pretty small trunks. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of 
so weird maybe don't do to this do part. that. I mean, well, yeah. that's what I'm getting at, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, fair point. Um, <laughs> and then I think, um, oh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. I okay. Let's just get right yeah. to this. I don't think I heard, and I'm surprised given the opinion Wade Keller had on the Roman Reigns integration of this and even the whole Jim Anvil stuff with Ruby and Eddie. Mm-hmm. Um, when Charlie asked Dean, like, what do you think Roman thinks about this? Yeah. I have to be honest, and I don't mean to sound rude, but like, this is a scripted television show. It's not real. Dean mm-hmm. Ambrose is playing a heel character. Yeah. In my head, I was thinking the only logical response is he should say, who cares? Yeah. That's how I felt. And I yeah. didn't think it was insensitive. I thought it worked with his character. I thought he delivered it well. Um, I'm not saying I heard people saying that was rude or anything, but I thought that that was a perfectly acceptable response. And I'm asking you if you thought that that was, I don't know, maybe a little much or. Here's uh, the thing. You know, I think it's a ridiculous. He, I think it's a ridiculous question. You know, it's oh, one thing. Oh, for, it's agree. one thing for totally. Ambrose to, to bring him up or Seth even. But for WWE to this is so at this point, it's just like. Oh wow! They want they get, they feel like that the story of Dean turning on Seth doesn't even work if you don't keep reminding people that he did it on the night that Roman announced that he has leukemia, which is like you're exploiting. It's disgusting, in my opinion. Oh, we're go we're going all the way back to when the feud started now. Well, I'm, no, I'm saying like they it, to me that's what it indicates. That's what her asking Dean Ambrose indicates. It's like even the company just wants to keep saying this all has to, this still has to do with Roman. It's like we you know it happened on that night. I, I I mean we already talked about it. Obviously we talked it to death, but that's what it said to me is that even in kayfabe, even the company is like oh this is all revolving around Roman. You son of a bitch. Like to Dean. True, but okay, but. It was, and I agree that the question felt very forced and out of place. Yeah. But Dean's response: Were you okay with that? Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, I, I, I agree. Too. I agree with. I'm sorry. I agree with you. Yeah. It's 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 the only. That was the only thing he could say. Yeah. Um, then they showed the video package, and um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I I think that Dean Ambrose, the, the whole gas mess stuff was corny, and the whole very. you know the whole. Uh, getting a shot on live TV. That, that was all weird. But in terms of what he's doing with the material, I think he's knocking it out of the park. Well, yeah, with he's the good. material. He's good. Yeah. Imagine him with way better material that was way more tailor fitted to who he is, or rather who he totally. should be. Totally. Just like that, that's, you know, that's the, the, I can't get past. Like, yeah, he's doing great with it. But this whole, there's a thing in wrestling where you, it's like you take chicken shit and you turn it into chicken salad. Why do we have to start with chicken shit? Why don't we start with something better? Is chicken shit the only thing that's available? If so, we got to rethink everything because, you know, like... Why can't we start with some nice fried chicken? Yeah. Imagine yeah. what they can do with that. So many things. So many sauces and and Just, sides. Yeah. I'd rather <laughs> um, eat that any day of the week than chicken salad that was made out of chicken shit, no matter how much they disguise the totally. ingredient. I have uh, I have some more things to say about this feud, but I think it's more relevant to when we break down the card prediction. So I'll save it. Okay. Um, um, so, so, and they yeah, go ahead. Go. No, I was just going to say the main event is next, unless you have something else. No, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> oh well, excellent. Yeah. Um, so when this started at like fucking, uh, I don't watch it live, but I saw that there was like 32 minutes left. I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. First of all, oh Corbin. no, because. Corbin, first because of, all, of Corbin. Yes. Okay. That's the first point. Second of all, because poor Seth is like 
carrying the show on his back right now. Mm-hmm. Um, given the material that, you know, we talked about already that it was, you know, I didn't hate all of it, but I definitely think a lot of it was illogical and whatever. Yeah. And that he's in a match on Sunday and it's WrestleMania season. And, you know, I'm not trying to say that they were going to book a crazy TLC match, but I don't know. I just don't, don't, don't like, don't make the show suck and then make your, your top performer who could possibly be in the main event of WrestleMania or one of the main events yeah. be in a TLC match on the main event of Raw because it's been sucking and you want a match that, that people are, are going to tune into. I kind of find it selfish. Yeah, very. That's, very. Probably, like, that's, that's probably like a unique take that not many people thought of. But yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I didn't, I, I don't know. I just didn't like the implications of like, oh, well, Seth in the main events, TLCs and ladders and chairs. And I just was afraid that it could have gone wrong. It didn't, thankfully. But yeah. that was my first thing. I'm like, really? Like, right before Sunday and right, right around WrestleMania season? Like, no. Like, they're taking him for granted, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's a dangerous match. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, I mean, granted, yeah. they booked it in a way that protected him. So yeah. I thought this before the match started, by the way. Um, right, right, right. Right, yeah. When you're, I watched, you're telling us what you were thinking going into it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the match, listen, it's Rollins. He did the same thing Ember did with Tamina. I mean, Corbin is a little better than Tamina in the ring wise. Um, yeah, a little bit. But, you know, there were three table spots. I think that it, it was a good main event, probably one of the best in a while, which again isn't saying a lot. No. I did think the Heath Slater stuff, when we already talked about the lack of logic for it, I literally had my phone out to text you because I know that you had told me you didn't see all of Raw mm-hmm. because I saw there was like a minute and a half left. And I know that there's not an overrun anymore. And when I saw Slater. Because I'm like, okay, well, then this is how Seth is pr- projected. The match on Sunday is a regular grudge match, which is what it should have been between Ambrose and Rollins. Yeah. The title is now off of him. Um, Corbin is probably not going to be general manager, so now he'll be a heel like mid-car champion. It all made sense in my mind. Yeah, totally. And I was like, like, and I was texting, I was like, um, did you see the main event? <laughs> and then finally, like, so the, the ending sequence got me. I'll say that. Yeah. I thought okay. it was booked well, and I think that Seth really did make me believe that it, he possibly could have lost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, clearly. Yeah. Based on what you're saying. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's ignorant of me, but I just thought that the way it was done was pretty good. I, well, I just felt like Seth is miles better than, well, for the most part, most of the other faces on at least raw because he overcame a lot of odds. You had not only uh, Baron, Cor- the, the corrupt GM Baron Corbin, who can basically change the rules on the fly as he goes. Not only that, but his corrupt referee, which we now know is in his pocket, Heath Slater, and you have Ambrose lurking around. So somehow, despite all that, Ambrose didn't really become a factor until after the match, obviously. Not really right. become a factor, but appear. But like, I don't know, Seth is just, you know, I, I it's, it's, it's crazy to me that he overcame the, the referee straight up screwing him, you know? And also, like I alluded to earlier, referees, you don't really need them apparently in ladder matches because the bell just rang once he grabbed the title. Well, hold on a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Because I, I, I was going to say this before, but then you said that we get to it later. I agree with you. Yeah. But technically speaking. Okay. Now, you're saying that based on what you're shown, and you're right. But technically speaking, the timekeeper should only ring the bell when the referee signals to ring the bell. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Tell that timekeeper Monday. Oh, no. I, that's why I'm saying you're not, you're not wrong. But yeah. I do think that, that I wish that that's kind of on the timekeeper, not the storytelling, if that makes sense. Well, that's it's. I'm, I'm t- we're talking about the overall presentation of the show, you know. Like, the timekeeper is part of the the story. Like, that's part. That's part of this. These are the details. No, I I know, but you can argue that if if Rollins got the title down and the referee wasn't there and the bell didn't ring, 
it would make sense because the referee wasn't there to see it, and the referee is the final say. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what, what I, that's what I am trying to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, yeah. So then the, the, the timekeeper was an idiot. Then yes. Okay. So I thought even then, you know, the bell rang, but the really. Corbin, I thought maybe would have attacked Rollins, grabbed the title. Heath comes to, or Heath sees that even all that, and it doesn't matter because he's in Corbin's pocket. And then he calls for the bell, but yeah, Rollins. Because that's, Wade, that's what I'm saying. Rollins overcame like a fuck ton of odds, and it even okay. had, so far as to it, it, it even had to not make sense, you know. Because Wade's whole thing was you don't even need a referee for a ladder match, so that's where I disagree yeah. because you do. Well, based on what ha- that's he's saying it sarcastically based on what happened Monday, I think. I mean, oh, I could okay. be wrong, but that's how, Fair that's enough. how, yeah. Well, yeah, then in that respect, he's right, but, but I, I took it the other way. Okay. Okay. Um, I think, oh, and then I like, so Ambrose and Rollins are actually on the poster for this pay-per-view, by the way. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So when we were talking about potential main events, I don't think that's the main event, but. Me neither. Uh, I do like how Ambrose came out. And also I didn't say this last week, but I do like how some, not as much as I'd like, but some of the focus shifted onto the IC championship. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. So that I'm like, I'm a little more at peace with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That idea. Okay. Because you that had bugged you earlier. It did. Yeah. Because like, does not it doesn't need it. But like, oh, don't you also undercut. It's just there. also don't undercut Rollins being a champion, right? Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Um. Moving on. To we go to Smack SmackDown. Smack yes. Absolutely. Daniel Bryan comes out, continues to do great work. I don't. Um. One thing we were talking about last week, and or other people were talking about, was the whole idea of him heelishly talking about us using waste consumption and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I'm kind of at with it is that, so Brian does these little things small. So for example, right when he turned heel, he would gesture as if he was going to do the yes chant, but then stopped. Yeah. And I feel like other heel characters would have done that like every single week, but he stopped doing it because in real life, that's what happens. You progress and you don't keep repeating. It's the same thing well, as would- with a catchphrase and anything like it, it's logical to me that he would stop doing that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that well, he just okay. did it initially to establish that, you know, he wasn't going to do it anymore. I agree, but I feel like there are other performers in that company who, in his position, would have done that every single time and just like made it a part of their thing. It. Yeah, made it a part of their yes. entrance. Ugh. So I noticed that, and something else I thought of is that Brian, at the core of it, is still has his beliefs and his values, and he's clearly deluded and crazy and whatever this character is. So for him to say the thing about waste consumption, that's still true to who he is and what he believes in. And it makes him almost seem like a real person who has these actual thoughts and yeah, opinions bad, on the world. Not a bad person. Like, you know, we, you want to preserve the environment that we all have to live on. Like, that's not a, it's not a bad person. I mean, it is in this context because of the way he's acting and, you know, but... But I think the reality is that a lot of people don't actually respect the environment, and you have re- environmentalists who like are nice and like want to educate, but are and abrupt. you have Brian who oh. is calling them like names and stuff. Okay, yeah, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I still think it's weird, but we also know this is how Brian is in real life, and I think that it's it's a very real like heel character for him. Yeah, yeah, is all. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, and with like so then yeah, Mustafa no, no, Ali comes out. No, Mustafa Ali mm-hmm. comes out. He, they announced this ahead of time. I wish they didn't, because I... In I, hindsight, yeah, of course. I mean, the, the pop he got wasn't that big. Um, I don't know if he's from that area. He like, no Wasn't idea. it random that he yeah. that, that match even happened? Very, very random. Like, like why you know, why a 205 guy, why him just suddenly... It, it, I mean, very random. But, you know, as soon as I saw the announcement, I was like, cool, that's the kind of thing I would do. Just 
like you know that because it was a, it was an awesome match. Like just just put two sick wrestlers in the ring together, like, yeah, and especially like two guys that nobody would expect to see suddenly. Like that's that's what, awesome. So what yeah. I really liked, yeah, go ahead, was the integration of the two hundred five live roster. Ali saying, you know, all of like what happened to you. All of us in two hundred five live are essentially there because of you and yeah. your rise to stardom. Like that was really smart. I thought the underdog thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And Brian also put Ali over instead of like another heel, which is what I'm saying. Another heel would have been like, you're not worth my time. Like he acknowledged that Ali is a pretty great performer. Yeah, and like put and put him over. Yeah. So then, I also like that. Yeah, and then use the the fact that he drives the SUV to run him down morally and and that's an example of how like the whole like environmentalist could be saying you know maybe you shouldn't but you know what i mean like you know because ali's reason is that he's a family man he has right. a family he needs the suv exactly yeah right so i i liked all of us i thought it was different i thought it was uh, smart i, I yeah. really want to know who thought of it i bet you brian thought of it actually because he probably really likes it. a 205 live roster i wouldn't doubt it um there's another creative idea actually go to the guys who's who have a stake in it who you know who like well, Brian's, who would know Brian's character better than Brian? I can't think of anyone. Well, the rumor is that Brian is the one who even wanted to turn heel. Yeah, totally. That, yeah. yeah, that's I'm so. running off that assumption. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the, as for the match, it was good. I thought it was going to be like a lot better, but I think it was hampered by the fact that Brian's still WWE champion and Vince didn't want to book him to get that much offense in. Yeah. I mean, he did get all offense in, and it was a good match. I'm not trying to say it wasn't. But, you know, the, the commercial cut out a lot of good stuff, and, you know, it's a TV match, so I guess it's going to happen. But I did thought, I did was hoping this could be just a little more, like, Same. frantic. Same here. So I would, yeah. Because yeah. you know that okay. they're capable of it. Absolutely. But something... it also, Ali isn't going to be, like, a part of SmackDown now, so it makes sense that it wasn't. Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I, I guess. I think they, they should. The 205 guys should be... Available oh, for Raw and SmackDown, actually. I, I was literally looking at the Raw roster the other day, and they have the 205 guys listed with them, and I was right away, that struck me, and I was like, man, this roster, there's so many possibilities. Like, you know, when you look at it like this, if you actually factor those guys in, like, oh my God, there's tons of combinations that would be awesome matches. Yeah. And especially because you could do like, you know, we were saying when Rey Mysterio was going to return, like, oh, well, they put him on 205 Live, and they didn't, and I'm happy with that. But you could easily do Rey Mysterio versus Buddy Murphy on SmackDown for the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the cruise, Yeah, you could have that defended on Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-view. I mean, obviously pay-per-views, but yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, okay. Um, so the rap battle between New Day, Barr, and Usos... Um, I, I didn't really think it was necessary. Any of this was necessary outside of the bar standing tall. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's probably really how I agree. feel about it. Um, it also the Usos was... had a lot better. I mean, the last time this was, this happened, the Usos referenced Xavier Woods and Paige's sex tape. So there was like some really zingers in there, which yeah. made it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was nothing, I mean, Dude, talking to the turnbuckle, it was just, this weird. was, I, I took this. Wow. We're totally on the same page this week. That was my takeaway from this. There are no idea. There was not one single rhyme that justified this segment, which yeah. should really be the threshold for doing or not doing a rap battle segment. The ice ice shamey thing is like, oh, this is pathetic. As far as attempts at comedy go, that was just. But it worked for them because they were like a corny heel tag team. I don't think it worked for them, in my opinion. Like I, I, I realized. I don't that's think it was meant to though. But like the Usos I, at least like have had good. That's what I'm trying it, to say. It was Usos meant to have. invoke something that in me it just didn't. Like I could see how it could, but in me it just didn't. I there's no 
Okay. There's no. I heard no, the crowd no, laughing. Yeah, I mean a little bit. I, I people ge- don't get me wrong. People generally seem to like it. Rollins tweeted hashtag ice ice shamey. I oh I I replied I to him. It. I said I don't encourage that- whatever this was. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. No, yeah. I'm not saying I would have I would have done the segment at all, but I did think it was like you know Cesaro is always kind of like that corny humor dad kind of joke. So I thought it was like. I mean, the yes. fourth time it wasn't funny, but initially, like what they were wearing with the mohawk cut out of the hat. I don't know. I, the I, idea of trying just, to do, to, if you're going to rap, you're going to use the least credible rapper of all time. Yeah, that all that. Obviously. I thought it was like, all right. Yeah. But other than that, and I didn't, I also did not like it though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm the party pooper. I just like, there was no, nothing about no, it justified I, I its existence. Well, something else that I don't think when we could move on quickly to this is the Miz and Shane dude wow i mean what's going on here some fucking bad re- you did you is it shane mcmahon also almost we all killed saw, that poor man oh my god i literally was thinking after that whole, like after the backstage segment after it those guys deserve ten thousand dollars yeah right like, like poor what about the independent contractors that like send a bad message out to like oh god yeah well yeah but not even yeah yeah it's just like not paying the independent contractor. You mean like, like they, they, Paige should have said, I mean, at that point, Paige should have been like, all right, Miz, you owe these guys $10,000, obviously. All my referees, why the fuck on earth would you ever listen to the talent about something? You know, don't ever take anything from the talent as something I said without talking to me. Like, that's crazy. The, the, the idea that that was said, that the referee said that, I was like, Jesus, this show, like what, you know what I mean? Like that, that doesn't go without saying for the fucking referees, the officials, not to listen to the people whose matches they officiate about the fucking rules and and what's what with the matches. Get the fuck out of here. Also, Shane knew that he botched, Shane knew that he botched that DDT and like the performers are supposed to like wait. Like if I did that move and I thought I botched him, I would like step back for a minute and see if he's okay. Yeah. And he like went right. Little, he went like right into one. it. No, yeah, Shane didn't follow any of the basic rules. I was, I was actually kind of surprised that no, I didn't see really anybody speaking out against that besides me. Just like this is an abysmal performance, and nobody should have had to. Like these were these jobbers should not have had to do this. Did you even notice at the like, the DDT was completely like the camera angle totally showed that the guy's head was nowhere near the canvas. And then for the triangle choke, the jobber was literally waiting for Shane to finish applying the move. Aren't you supposed to, like, grab an arm or something? You don't just wrap your crotch around the guy's head, and that's not the whole move, right? Yeah. You're supposed to grab an arm. The guy was literally waiting to tap for Shane to finish applying the move until you eventually realize, oh, this is it, huh? I guess I'm tapping. Like, I mean, it wasn't that long. It was just, like, a few seconds, but, like... No, I agree. I think that's what that's I saw. Too. Yeah, it was weird. And also, Nia Jack, and I'm not saying that she shouldn't, but Nia Jax gets shit for almost, you know, well, keep getting Becky Lynch out of, out of competition. But Nia Jax is a worker. Yeah, but uh, okay, she, I, it should not be excused though. I, no one's talking about the fact that he almost broke this guy's neck, and it, it shouldn't. That shouldn't be excused because it shouldn't be excused. You know, but yeah. what I'm saying is he shouldn't have been put in this position. You know, like, like he shouldn't have, but he was, and he still, and he still almost killed a guy. Right. I just hopefully they learn from this because the performance he gave to me was like, this is exactly why he shouldn't have been in this situation. How? How? I, how, I mean, I feel like I was, I was like, we're the only people seeing how bad that performance was. Like, they're just going to keep on with this storyline, whatever, whatever the plan is. You know, and and the ironic thing is that the story they told was that. Miz, the guy who wrestles all the time, got rolled up by the Jabbers a couple weeks ago and lost the match for Shane and Miz. And then this week, Shane, of all people, with that ugly, abysmal performance, 
you know, the story being that he's better than Miz, obviously, by a lot. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, is the implication. And I don't know. And where is this going? To a Miz-Shane WrestleMania match? As of now, my guess is that, yeah, eventually oh, Miz is going to turn on Miz is going to turn on Shane. For this, and he's going to get cheered, and he's going to get cheered, and I hope he gets cheered. He should get cheered. I mean, I don't, I don't see why, you know, Shane, I don't see why anybody would root for Shane at all or cheer Shane at all at this point. Yeah, I agree. It's just, um, yeah. Randy Orton cut a promo and then got on Rey Mysterio and got attacked by Rey Mysterio. Yeah, this was what it was. And this is a chairs match, which I also saw coming. Yeah, 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 dude. You, you, you were right. You called it. I, I mean, not I, that I, it was, a, not that it was a crazy thought. I'm yeah, not no, it's it like a there's precedent idea. for it. Yeah, there's precedent <laughs> for it in the past. Yeah. But don't forget that Kalisto and Baron Corbin had that really great. I mean, Randy Orton is in a different league than Baron Corbin, obviously. But remember, Baron Corbin and Kalisto had that pretty good chairs match that one year. Dude, Ray Mysterio. Just on that thought, Ray Mysterio is in a different league than Kalisto. So, by all Agreed. indications, this should be a pretty good chairs match. Yeah, I think that they'll have some inventive spots, or at least I hope so. Hopefully, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have something else to say about that, but I'll wait. It's predictions. Um, then we had Rusev, Jeff Hardy versus Nakamura and Samoa Joe, kind of combining the two feuds. Um, Hardy and Joe are not confirmed for the pay-per-view, which I'm kind of happy about. I have no problem with Hardy and Joe kind of being like a feud on SmackDown only. I think that that's perfectly appropriate for television shows to have their own feuds. I guess. I mean, I, you know, I don't like the implication what it means for Joe, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, they could also be building more story maybe, and they're not ready to have a blow-off match at the same time. Yeah. Like Randy and Randy and Ray have about two or three weeks on... Actually, no, more. Didn't Randy get... Didn't Randy attack Ray at, at uh, the greatest... Uh, the greatest Royal Rumble. Honestly, Crown Jewel. It kind of it kind of uh, blends together a little bit with me. Like the Randy's feud with Jeff and Randy's feud with Ray. Like I kind of look at Ray and Jeff in a similar light. So no, know, I can see why you do that. Yeah, like uh, both veterans. I, I can't exactly say where one stopped and the other one started, but okay. Um, and then we had Rusev uh, pin Nakamura, and that's another feud that's not uh, being done at TLC. I'm also okay with the U.S. title match happening on SmackDown. Maybe in the main event, if they build up a bit. Yeah, maybe. Of a SmackDown? Maybe. Um, Probably not, but maybe. And I don't know what Nakamura's contract status is, but I wouldn't be surprised if Rusev gets gets the U.S. title here. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't could definitely see that. Will, but I could definitely see that. Me too. Then we had the main event, Char- a WrestleMania rematch, Charlotte, Asuka. They were building. I thought they built this very nicely. Asuka's promo I liked. Yeah. I thought it was short and sweet. Good. Mm-hmm. Same, um, same here. Becky, Becky's great always. She is great. Um, totally. Charlotte had a great promo backstage before she came out. Um, she almost broke the mic with that woo. But Dude, other than what that, is it with that crazy. lately between her and Nia? Did you think <laughs> yeah. of Nia when that happened or not? Uh, no, but I now now I see why yeah. you would say that. When I did that, yeah. I was like, are they like? Is that there must be something? By where the way, somebody else is going to do it next week. I'm wondering if Vince liked the, the Nia scream like I did last week because <laughs> it did not work this week for Nia. No. It was two out of place. Last week, oh. at least, I liked it. Well, this week, it was in the arena, right? It was in the arena, but it also just felt like, all right, I'm going to scream here. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas just last out of week, like, yeah. it felt natural. A little bit more. And the interviewer also like reacted well. Charlie was like scared, so it kind of added to it. Yeah. Anyway, um, this was good. I'm, I obviously think the WrestleMania match was better, but this was not meant to top the WrestleMania match. No. Um, it was still a great, great, great match. I'm happy they got the main event. I think Asuka... Still is not where she was, but I think that this this night, main eventing SmackDown, her in this match is just slowly, slowly helping those steps. She has a lot more steps to go, but it's, it's getting better for me with her. 
Yeah. And how she's being yeah. and, and how she's being presented. We'll see There's what happens. There's work to do, someday. but yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It could be that she's just there to to be a, a fodder. And I think so. It wouldn't matter much. That's my suspicion, but, but which scares me. But yeah. But she still could be built up. If you know, she's going to be in, in in the rumble. I'm sure, and she could be a threat. And if they want to focus on her, even if she loses, it's be- it's better than nothing. Yeah. Okay. It's better than teaming yeah, with that's Naomi. That's true. That's true. But I just I hate that those are the the two options. But yeah, if they are. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I like how Charlotte was, I don't I guess Charlotte's new favorite weapon is a kendo stick. Yes. Yeah. The only negative I have, not I mean, really a negative, but I guess I was, if it worked once. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking this should be a TLCK match, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's a, that's her go-to weapon. I mean, lately, but yeah, yeah, yeah I guess, I guess what you, I thought I mean, it, it would have made, like, it, it would have made more be? sense to use a chair though, based on the match being a chairs match, a uh, TLC match. Yeah, definitely. So, that was so it's weird, weird that that kendo stick is just has to be Charlotte's thing now. Um, it's her kendo shtick. Did I say that last time? You didn't, but you did now. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> very that, clever. If that's thanks. Um, uh, Becky's. I mean, not that we knew that she wasn't, but she's obviously clear to compete. If she was, she was in some physicality this past week. Yeah. I, which not that I thought she wouldn't, but it not was just necessarily nice to cleared her. to compete, but cleared for what they did because it wasn't a whole lot. But yeah, uh, yeah, but I think with them, they don't even like let them be like around the ring. Like when Alexa Bliss wasn't cleared, she had to like bounce during that Survivor Series angle. So I think it's very all or nothing with them. I don't think it's like certain things are okay. I think it's either you're cleared or you're not. Yeah. Okay. Well, Alexa Bliss wasn't at ringside for Survivor Series. I thought she was. No, I meant no, no, no. I meant when when that brawl happened, she like quickly like oh, left, oh right, had right. to roll out of the ring right away. Oh, the pre right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So my only fear of me wanting Oscar to win is that she stood tall. Based on WWE logic, that means she won't be winning. But we can get into that with predictions. Yeah. Are we ready? Unless to get you, into you predictions. Yeah. You have anything else to say about the, the main event of SmackDown at all? I just thought I. I wasn't sure whether I was going to bring it up. I just thought with the kendos. Speaking of the kendo stick shot, like. She Charlotte hit her in the furthest place from her face. Like it, it did strike me that if this was real, Charlotte would have just whacked her right in the face with a kendo stick. Like you're breaking the rules anyway. But I don't know. I, I just well, it's the same so with steel chairs, I, right? Isn't it off limits? Yeah, I guess. Well, well, we're talking about. See, we're talking about in real life now. Like we don't. You know, we're not supposed to. I think watch the product. I, I don't even know. I don't even. I don't want to get into that. I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, my bad. I, I, I mean, this was this was what it was, and I'm thinking maybe Oscar winning at TLC is probably is not off the table. I mean, it could be okay. based on whatever that's going to happen. But like, it's not. I don't think it's necessarily off the table just because she stood tall. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's get into this card. Yes. Um, go. For, I'm going to go in my in my order of important slash what matters. Um. So the mixed match challenge. I mean, it matters because the number thirty spot. But we already said. I think. Carmella and Truth are obviously going to win. That's, yep, totally. Okay. Um, a Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. I really hope they do something different, but I don't think they will. And and doing something different, not doing anything different, is still a very good match, by the way. Um, but yeah. But I'm hoping that they do things different, and I'm really hoping that Buddy Murphy retains, and I think that he will. Yeah, and just to be specific, okay. just to be clear, when you say do things different, you mean what you mean just is have a different match. not feel have it not match. feel like they're just two guys working in tandem to put on a cool show. Which, yeah, which is what Spanish, it is. It's just, Spanish fly reverse hurricane rana. It's just same moves. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, let's see here. We have Natty versus Riot. Um, I mean, I hope Natty wins based on how the feud's been booked. I mean, imagine Natty going through the table of her father's broken remains. Essentially, do you think that's all? I kind of, I kind of am imagining that. 
that kind of is what I was thinking would happen. I mean, you, you know, what, what is she going to put Ruby through that table? Um, or just a different table. Well, you think, you think more likely a different table. Probably. Okay. I mean, I don't yeah, know if it would make much sense to put it through a table with her father's face on it. Yeah, I guess. Well, just as like a reversal kind of thing. Like that's, I mean, that's the table. I don't know. I well, I, th- I think that even if like the Riot Squad comes out, which they inevitably will, a table match has like a built-in finish where you know it's just a matter of how you fall or pushing someone off it. So even if there's a three-on-one advantage, I don't think the Riot Squad would look weak for losing because yeah, yeah, I don't know. You could just push her off the rope through a table, and there you go, you win. Yeah, that's a good point. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with that one table. You know how they set it up, like what what Ruby does with it. You know what I mean? Like well, I think if there, yeah, I think if there's any suspense in the match, it'll be based on Natty avoiding going through that particular table. But then there'll be another table that she eventually puts Raya through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Like that table will be like the story of the match almost, but won't be used right in, at the end of it. Right. <clears throat> See, I think it could. I think it could. I, I, I think I'm going to okay. predict Ruby wins. Believe it or not. Well, all right. I, I mean, I, I, I never get mad at a newer person winning over a veteran, so I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, but just based on how the feud was booked, it would be weird. Doesn't to yeah do that? I feel like yeah. I'm just trying to get um, in the headspace of when you watch a pay per view. Sometimes weird shit just happens, and you know the world just keeps on spinning. So that's yeah, what I'm trying. No, to, that's yeah. what I, that's what I'm keeping in mind. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Elias versus Lashley guitar in a pole match. Um, I, I God, I don't know. I mean, after Leo Rush beat Elias, I hope that Elias wins. Yeah, seriously, like like yeah. I mean, he definitely needs to. So, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, we then have uh, Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. I think Drew's going to win, and I don't. And I almost am afraid it's going to be a squash match. If it happens, yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, hopefully they're at least given time and they, have, they can have a good match. But, yeah, I, I think there's no question Drew is going to win. Yeah. New Day versus Abar versus Usos. Um, I kind of feel like the Usos might win this match. I don't know why. Huh. Um, honestly, I feel like just, it's New Day or Usos. So. Just because there are no more baby faces to challenge a heel tag team on, on, on SmackDown. Yeah. And you could do, unless you do Gallows and Anderson versus the bar next, which hasn't been done all that much. Um, all but that much. regardless, it should be phenomenal. I'm sure. Hopefully. The ma- hopefully. The match. I mean, hopefully. Like uh, you- they've never not had Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good okay, match. yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, you're right. It'll be good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'll go with the um, Usos too, because why not? Usos are new day. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Randy versus Ray in the chairs match. Um, so there's rumors that apparently Randy Orton versus AJ Styles is, is the WrestleMania match for them both. Have you heard this? I have now. No, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, that's like the thing is that they're going to be, I don't know if just a, a grudge match or I don't, I don't know how. But um, that's just what people are saying is going to be the WrestleMania match, which I could see being a WrestleMania attraction. They've only had like one match leading up to WrestleMania 33 when uh, Randy was in the whole Bray feud. And I think AJ was like kind of intertwined because he never got his fair title rematch. You remember that whole story? Um, Yeah. Like, yeah, and then like Randy, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. Randy versus AJ to like retain the the WrestleMania oh, match. God, yeah, because AJ had just lost the title, right? To or he had lost it to John Cena, who then lost it to Bray Wyatt. And You're right. Yes, he had yes, already yes. even won the title shot at WrestleMania, but Orton just inexplicably was given a chance and won. Yeah, I remember. I that. even think there was a triple threat match between them. It was AJ, Randy, and uh, AJ Bray and um, um, uh, Cena. Cena, yes, right. Wasn't that a match on SmackDown? A triple threat match? Uh, 
They're definitely with a triple threat match. I can't remember if Randy was in or not. No, I don't think he in was. In any case, yeah. It, and that, well, no, yeah. AJ was in it because that's why he was mad that he didn't get his fair one-on-one rematch. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, regardless, I'm trying to say that Randy and AJ had a great match, and I'm not mad if that is a WrestleMania main event. With that being said, I think Randy Orton will win this match for that reason. Or in general. Yeah. He Wait. He hasn't been losing a lot in general, I feel like. Did you you just said WrestleMania main event. You, did you just mean WrestleMania match? No, no, match? no, no. Okay. Yes, okay, WrestleMania okay. match. WrestleMania okay. match. Yeah. So um, it wouldn't be for the title. No. Yeah. No, although yeah, if, mean, if, yeah. if if AJ was still champion going into WrestleMania, which even with this whole Dean O'Brien heel turn thing, I still think I would have wished. I think AJ and Randy would have been a great WWE title match. Yeah, it could be. It's, see, it's not the typical match I would book for WrestleMania, you know? So the first well, there's, others to, look, there's yeah. others to book, but I'm just saying that it's not a match that's been done to death, and it could be a good caliber match. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, rather see AJ versus Ray, incidentally. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Strowman I, versus. Yeah, go ahead. I agree that Randy Orton probably win for that reason. Oh yes, sorry. Um, Strowman versus Corbin. I, I mean, this is uh, Corbin's going to come out. Uh, he's going to be counting out Strowman. Strowman's music's going to hit. Um, my only question is if like, if Strowman really isn't, well, no, cause I, that, that would go back on what I just said, that if Strowman isn't fully, fully cleared to compete and he like does like one move, but that, I don't think that would happen. He'd either be cleared or he wouldn't be cleared. Cause yeah. I was imagining something where like someone else attacks Corbin and then Strowman just like puts his foot on him or something. Yeah. Or does, so does, a, does a limited performance just does like his finisher once and pins him or something. Yeah. Yeah. Who would that be? Um, maybe Slater just freaks out. Well, Lars. Know. Well, I do think Slater should be the made the ref the ref for this match. So the ref, so it, Corbin's got him counting, and then Braun's music hits. Yeah, I guess. And then Slater also gets attacked probably by Strowman or something after afterwards, or or maybe Heath is afraid to listen to Corbin because Strowman's like yelling at him or something. I don't know. Yeah. Regardless, Some, yeah, I think there is. There's a very real reality that Corbin could win this match just to say fuck you to all of us. Yeah. But I think Strowman probably is going to win. Also, allegedly, Kurt Angle is scheduled for Raw on Monday. Oh, which makes me... Oh, my God. We just... So that's yeah. the answer to the question of who could attack Corbin, obviously. That might be what's going to happen. Spoiler alert. Yeah, but then I feel like wouldn't Angle want to go after Drew? In due time. I mean, Corbin was... You know, they were, he was pretty focused on Corbin... I think true. Yeah. Okay. Good point. I just don't want Angle to be general manager again because I think that there's a really interesting story they could tell with that. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of. Yeah. I kind of. That's what I thought when Angle I heard too. he was going to be on Raw. Yeah. I, I just thought of, when I heard on Raw, it was like, oh, that's who he's going to be general manager again. Yeah. I kind of have moved on from Angle too. Yeah. Same. Um, and I would like what you said a lot better that he attacks Corbin and that's what what happens. Yeah. I've you know I've also been wishful booking Lars Sullivan coming to Raw and attacking Strowman if if, if uh, yes. that's what they're gonna do to have Corb if if they're gonna have Corbin win rather I was gonna say that his promo because the the back the the vignette they showed for Sullivan was confusing because he mentioned TLC in it so yeah. everyone thought that he was debuting at TLC yeah but I think what he meant is like the wreckage you see at TLC is nothing compared to the wreckage that I'll 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 do yeah people need to listen that's literally what he said he said TLC. At first, I was thinking that too when he said, it's but he, what he actually said, up, what he actually said was, "What happens to TLC will be nothing compared to what happens when I show up." So I'm like, "Oh, he said TLC will be nothing," but but that could have been a misdirect. But it is weird to bring it up. You're right about that. Right on the yes. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, uh, Ronda versus Nia. Um, another thing that I could see them doing just for shock value is beating Ronda, but I just don't 
I hope it doesn't happen. And I don't think it will. Um, after the, the year Ronda's had so far, I, I don't think she should lose now at all. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, so that's what you're thinking when, yeah. I, I guess. I mean, I, I don't... She definitely but shouldn't... She definitely, no, 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 no. She definitely... Well, that's two different conversations. She definitely shouldn't lose to Nia right now. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not. Um, no, I'm not saying Ronda shouldn't lose ever. I just don't think Nia's the one who should... Right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think Nia should ever beat her, really. I mean, especially since we have Becky and no, Ronda. No, no, no. What I'm saying rise. is she Ronda shouldn't lose right now because she's against Nia. That's, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. what I was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I do have to say though, the match at Money in the Bank was good, so I'm I'm not I'm not expecting bad things out of this. Yeah, it should. It's I'm definitely intrigued. I mean, it's, I expect to sim something along the lines to what we got at Money in the Bank, except you know this time with no interference. Right. Well, Tamina's there, so I think there'll be interference. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which is another out they have for Ronda losing that they could take, which I hope they don't. Ugh, Tamina's totally. Yeah, I know. Tamina's I know, been totally ineffectual. Get out of here. Oh, I'm with yeah. Like, I Ronda agree. could definitely take out her easily. Yeah, she sure can. Oh, she should at least if yeah. that happens. Rollins versus Ambrose. Um, one thing that about Ambrose's character, I was going to say, I guess it could have been relevant before, is that just like the the whole undercurrent of Ambrose's character is that he's, like, lashing out, and he's scared of diseases and strangers. and But, like, all of a sudden, because, like, the one guy or the two guys he ever loved and trust in the world, and, like, Roman got leukemia, it's now almost like he's, like, lost faith in everything, and he's looking to blame someone. Yeah. But but when he's, like, presented with, like, the reality of what's happening, like, when Charlie Caruso asked him that question, like, he didn't have an answer. And I just feel like that's, like, a great character, if it can stay that way. It's, like, this conflicted broken because he seemed like not emotional but like when roman gets referenced it's like this i don't know like his facial expressions i really like and it's like he's torn inside and when he did the heel turn he was torn too it looked like yeah oh yeah. and i just feel like there's like a there's a complexity that they're not tackling there dude i wish that now that you mention it the the way he did the heel turn really indicated something that they haven't followed up on at all which is that he was conf- you're right that he was conflicted that he he felt like he had to do it but he hated that he was doing it right Right. And yeah. it's like psychological that he's like blaming the crowd and he's getting vaccinations when like the real core of it is happened. And we can argue that the timing of it was cheap. But I do think if they're using the Roman leukemia thing, it, it could have. I don't know. I think that there's just a really deep story they could tell. I just don't know if they're if they're in the interest of telling it. Right. Is my point. Right. But they could. Um, OK. With that being said, I think the obvious outcome here based on what we think is happening leading up to WrestleMania. Cause I do think booking towards mania isn't, isn't dumb thinking about the show and breaking well, yeah. it down. Yeah, no, it's on, um, the, it's on the horizon for sure. I think people think it's obvious that Ambrose will win because of the, taking the title off Rollins and freeing him up. And the fact that Ambrose just turned heel and right. he's been, all that stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if Rollins wins though. I wouldn't be shocked if Rollins wins. I could totally see Rollins winning. And then you could also do, like, I don't know, a rematch of the Royal Rumble with, like, a stipulation, and then he drops it. I think Ambrose will ultimately win the feud. I just don't know if now is the time. To do it, yeah, totally. I, I, um, I'm, I don't, I'm sorry if you were expecting me to disagree. I don't disagree. I, can, I totally agree. No, well, why would I want you to disagree? Well, no, why would I want you to disagree? <laughs> well, no, I don't know if you're, expecting, if you're expecting me to push back on that. I, I totally agree with that. 
Yeah, um, but I'm excited. I think the match will be great. I'm really interested to seeing the roles reverse because we haven't seen like a match between them. Yeah, um, this dynamic. Yeah, and they've been on the house show circuit, and I'm sure knowing them and their wrestling minds, they've been practicing some stuff or Rehearsing, thinking right. of different different ways to do this match. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. Hopefully they've been working yeah. some good shit out. Yes. And then finally we have what I'm praying to the gods above main, main events. Um, <laughs> Becky retaining, uh, well, no, Becky uh, defending her champion, her SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte and Asuka in a TLC match. Um, we said this before, but the ladder, the, the title will be hung up in the ladder in the Strowman match. Yep. It will be a pinfall match. It has um, to be. Yeah, well, there's nothing to get. Yeah. Um, although they could have done like a contract, like two contracts, like one for, oh, wow, that actually would have been clever. Dude, a contract I've, for Strowman's match with Brock or a contract for a full-time general manager position. I've heard that idea floated, but what's there to stop either of them from just grabbing both? Is the problem? Well, because whoever, well, whoever gets up there first, well, because it's it a contract that says if Braun Strowman gets it, it's this. Yes. And if Corbin gets it, it's this. I mean, yeah, right. yeah, they could have done that, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying I wanted them to. Anyway, right. whatever. Um, I, I, I'm not any closer to deciding on what I, what I, I think you're right. I don't think Oscar getting the upper hand means that she's out for winning at all. Um, mm-hmm. And if she doesn't, then at least they still presented her in a light that she could win because those yeah. kendo, those kendo stick shots were vicious by her. Yeah. Well, they just kendo I mean, stick she in looked amazing. Is a, is a vicious thing to have to eat. No, it is. But just like the way she didn't stop, and it was like, I mean, Charlotte also has. I mean, if we're comparing like aggressive beatdowns with kendo stick, Charlotte against Ronda was pretty vicious. But it was just different, oh, yeah. and, and just shows what Oscar can do. And I like the range that it showed. And. Um, <laughs> In a match like this, we've never seen. We've seen Oscar in a last woman standing match with Nikki Cross. That was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, we've never seen her though on the main roster in a match like this. She's never been in a Money in the Bank match. She's never been in a cage match. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see her in this environment. Yeah. Um, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, main events and they're given you know time and they just are allowed to do their thing. If I'm picking a final winner off the cuff, I'm picking Oscar. Okay. I also Just all want things considered. Yes. Yeah. So it's both what I want, what I would wishfully book, and what I could lean to thinking could happen. But yeah. I also think that all three outcomes are possible, though. Yeah. 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 No, they're definitely all three are possible. But I if think you're this match the title is off Becky. This is the match to do it. Yeah. That's this is this is whatever happens in this match is going to I think have a lot to do with what they're planning for WrestleMania. I'm kind totally. of, the way that they've been talking, Becky and Charlotte, the last couple of weeks, I'm kind of thinking that they have a, a triple threat penciled in for those two and Ronda at WrestleMania. Have you gotten that impression at all? Well, I thought of it just because of how closely they're all aligned. But so what What, what would you do with that title-wise? Oh, you would just not have it for the title. No, Ronda would still be champion. Well, no, I guess, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be for Ronda's title. I, I mean, I'm assuming it would be for Ronda's title, which, which every all of this just le- all lends credence to Asuka winning Sunday. But how do we get Becky and Charlotte both competing for the Royal Women's Championship? They uh, throw each other out last in the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, man. See, I wouldn't hate that because I love the match, but it just would seem so telegraphed, though. Yeah, the other op- the other option is to have whoever's going to challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship win the Rumble and then have Becky and Charlotte, you know, somehow it comes down to them and they have a, a match that's a draw or something for Ronda's. I will then again, how would you even include them for Ronda's there on SmackDown? Never right, mind. right, 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 right. Yeah. 
So they have to, um, it has to be what I said, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but so what's your pick though for, for this match? <laughs> I guess Asuka. Okay. I mean, I, you know, cause I'm getting that impression that that's what they're doing. And also, no, I still think I would rather have Asuka win the title for the first time at WrestleMania. I was going to say, you know, give her the title, but I would rather have it be built to and have it be a more, I think it would be more satisfying at WrestleMania. Or a bigger show, at least, than TLC. Then again, if they main event, yeah, I guess, fuck it, give it to Asuka. Yeah, I I agree with you about Asuka winning her first title at Mania, especially if they could build that, if if they're building her now. I think when she gets to WrestleMania, she'll be back where she was. Like, but at the same time, she could this still trajectory. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yes, but at the same time, they could still her being on the roster this long, not winning a championship after her stellar NXT run. I think that her character and the way she's supposed to be perceived could win the title at any time. The sooner, and I think the better, that she, yeah. It, yeah, and if she defends it against Charlotte and gets redemption from last year, I think that still helps her too. Because I think Beck, yeah. I think Charlotte Asuka is still a possibility for WrestleMania. Yeah. My yeah. my WrestleMania, at least. Right. I don't know if you're leaning more towards the triple threat with them. Which no, I would no, hate, no, no, no. I no, I want, I want, I would much. I no, my my opinion about that remains the same. Becky Lynch versus Ronda is still the match in my mind. Okay. Um. Do we think Ronda gets involved at all? I mean, my whole thing was maybe Ronda gets involved, and then we we get Charlotte Ronda out of the way next month, and then Becky. Uh. Uh. Oh, but God, but how are we getting to Becky and Ronda? Oh, she won the Royal Rumble. Duh. Yeah. Okay. This is, see, see, the problem with Ronda getting involved is that now she's kind of preoccupied with Nia. They've made the Nia Ronda, they reheated it up enough to where I feel like her, or at least, you know, I think the general perception is that her, the most of her attention is focused there, the bulk of it at least. Like, yeah, but she, she, she would already beat her by the time she comes out in the main event. No, I know, but I. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, you're right. Or like um, a backstage segment where like Becky and Ronda are like backstage because it's like the first time they'll be in the same building since Raw. No, that, yeah. That when, no, yeah. So they I, could even do something backstage if they wanted to. I want Ronda to get involved in the main event and affect the outcome for sure. I just, I'm kind of think stepping back and thinking about it. It seems like for them, Ronda's, you know, Ronda's attention is has moved on from there. I hope it hasn't. I would, I would prefer her to get involved for sure. Yeah, but my, my, I, I get what you're saying, but my whole point is that if the match has already happened in, in the night, then no, the title defense that. would be over, and Nia would, why would she, why would that be a thing anymore? Like, because she's not she as, still wants Becky. Well, does she? I feel like she's maybe she's, from all indications, she hasn't, she hasn't mentioned it in a couple of weeks. So from all indications, no, I agree. You know, she has, she's not thinking about it anymore. It's not bothering her anymore. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Even after she beats Nia. You know, like, I don't know, that that's what I'm saying. But I agree with you. I, I would hope that it's still bothering her, and I would hope that she's been chomping at the bit to get an opportunity to get, you know, back at Becky and Charlotte, I mean, especially, really. But I also really like the idea, now that I said it, is, like, Ronda being interviewed, and Becky comes up, and, like, they stare face-to-face, and that's kind of like a foreshadowing for what oh, happens later. Oh, okay, so you re- re-spark it or just remind everybody. Yeah, like, remind yeah. them, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that might telegraph it a little bit, though. But but I you know I, I see what you're thinking for sure. I, I don't know because it's not often where they have like cross branded things happen. So I think it, it would it would telegraph it, but it would it would also be logical. Yeah, based on based on what we've been seeing since like November. Maybe the telegraphing is a worthwhile sacrifice when you put it that way. Yeah, yeah. 
like but, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, well, yeah, I could be more excited, but what else is new? It's impressive how excited I am based on how abysmal television's been. Yeah. Well, yeah, how abysmal has been. Smackdown has has only had a few it's, mis- it's, mishaps. Yeah, it's hit and miss on SmackDown, I think. Yeah. For me anyway. Um, all right. Thank you everybody for joining us for Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at me up to eleven. Uh, my name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at Wishful Booking. You can like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod. Um, and you can email in at wishfulbooking at gmail.com. We will talk to you guys after TLC. Enjoy the pay-per-view. Shine.